0: This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. All righty, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this Unmute Presents ACB Community Call. And my name is Michael. I'm joined with Demasi Thomas again this week. Marty, it will be back as uh, quickly as possible. I think we're expecting him back next week, and in two weeks from today, on October 18th, we will be hosting uh, Jessica and or Michael Doyes from Way Around, so they can come and talk to people about the Way Around setup couple of announcements before I hand it over to Demasi to say hi. Uh, firstly, if you are interested in the Unmute Community calls, you can get them on ACB Community podcast feed, or if you just want to receive the Unmute Community calls, all past calls are currently available at uh, Unmute Presents. If you do a search for it, you'll find Unmute Presents on ACB Community in your favorite podcast app. And you can subscribe. My goal is to get these turned around within about an hour of the show being over and then uh, up to the podcast feed, which means it'll probably happen in about three to four hours after it's over. Uh, and then the other thing is, is if you have any questions that you want to reach out to us about that are not necessarily brought up during this call or for any follow-up, feel free to send an email to unmutepresent at gmail.com. If you've sent an email to that email address in the last week and haven't received a response, uh, I should be responding to everyone by the end of this week, or Marty will be one of the two. So with that, Demasi, go ahead and say hi. And I have a couple of things to talk about today. So, hey, Demasi.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Glad to be here once again and ready to do my best to help answer questions.
0: So I see Beth's hands up, and I'll get to you in a moment, Beth, but I want to do some follow-up from the event that we had in the middle of September with Blindshell, because yesterday, a couple of important, and, and I think very important updates were released and so if you are a Blind Shell customer or you have the Blindshell Classic 2, know that as of yesterday, you can go into your app catalog and choose the Browse apps and then Newest apps to be able to get access to some of these. Uh, you may need to update uh, your email app if you want to take advantage of the email updates. The first thing that I wanted to mention is the checklist. Have you played with this, Tomasi?
1: I have not as of yet.
0: Okay. So I was playing with it the other day and it it's kind of nice. You can set up a, what some users do is a checklist of tasks I want to complete today. Kind of like my favorite uh, task management app, but you go in and you put in a list of the tasks and then you check them off or they're great for grocery lists. The other update that uh, I'm excited about is the email client has an update now which means it will also support Google Workspace or uh, Gmail uh, more conveniently. But you can also now have multiple email accounts on the BlindShell Classic 2 email client. So that's super exciting.
1: Awesome, actually. Yeah, I wasn't actually aware that it had been released out yet. So yep. uh, I need to go check my updates.
0: Yep. Came out yesterday. So check that out. Beth, go ahead and unmute and ask your question. And if you have any other questions and you're listening, feel free to raise your hand and we'll get to you. Well, actually, I
2: was going to ask, um, about the, um, email. Um, oh, my phone is talking. Um. Yeah. Yeah. About the email. But. But. Um. Now, what did you say? Uh. I do have a question about the alarm on the phone. Now, I've been getting every song to work, but what did you say about one? One of the songs. You. Somebody said something that not all songs are going to work. Like, is that um, of the copyright?
0: Yeah. So licensing can be an issue with using music in different applications. So it could be. That some of the songs you're trying to play are from Apple Music streaming, and that may not play in alarms I don't know i don't i don't I don't use music to wake myself up, but if you're having problems oh. with music not working, then there could be a licensing issue with that specific song
2: okay yes yeah, i I emailed you about the Braille superstore, so I'll Perfect. just wait to yeah.
0: Yep, okay. I will. I will get back to you about that. Uh, as I said, by the end of the week, and uh, we'll get you all taken care of. Okay, Beth? Okay,
2: thanks.
0: Perfect. Um, Belinda, do we have any hands in Clubhouse by chance? Not at the moment. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, Damasi, what's new with you in uh Technology Land?
1: Not much, not much. I uh, was we chatting before we got started uh, with Chanel about the sound source. So, last week, me and you talked about sound source for a bit and kind of uh, put that out there as a solution for managing uh, audio levels and things on your Mac. And it occurred to me to do a little bit more digging because it can be a little inefficient if you just bring up sound source and you got. You know, let's say two or three apps that are that are kicking out audio. You know, you got Zoom open, you got Safari open, uh, things like that. So I did a little testing and have learned a few extra tricks. Uh, I knew about the being able to pin or favorite applications in Sound Source, but once you have favorited an application, uh, bringing up Sound Source and using your Command and Numbers will navigate you very quickly to specific pinned applications. So. Oh, nice. In my case right now, Zoom is, so let me explain how this window is sort of laid out. Uh, You open up SoundSource originally if you just navigate through using uh, VO right arrow. You're going to encounter the default options first, so uh, system output, system input, and the output for sound effects. Then you will start getting into applications that you have pinned, However, when using the command in numbers, your applications that you pinned will appear first. So for me, command one takes me right to Zoom. Uh, Command two takes me to VoiceOver. Uh, Command three takes me to Safari because I have pinned those applications in that specific order. Uh, And to quickly jump to your uh, default options for system output, input, and sound effects, that is command zero, command hyphen, and command equals.
0: Oh, okay. So those great. are
1: fixed there, which means you also have one through nine to use for pinned applications for your usage.
0: And do those stay pinned after reboots? Yes, they do. Okay, that is that is awesome. I'm glad to hear that because sound can be convoluted. So I host a live radio show. Uh, well, I'm a contributor on a live radio show on Mondays. And two weeks ago, I was using a tool to connect and uh, my audio got switched to my onboard microphone. I didn't think anything of it because last week's was a pre recorded segment. And then yesterday I tuned into the show and then I hit play right after I got off the air. And of course, there's a little bit of a delay. And so when I unmuted my, or when I resumed the playback, I heard, oh, no, I'm using the wrong microphone. So uh, definitely something to be conscientious of because microphones. Have big difference in sounds, so uh, fix that. Fix that, and and it will stay persistent. Um, so you've been playing with that uh, with Sound Source, and that's one of the one of those tools that is only available on the Mac, right?
1: Yeah, that is only available on the Mac. But you all on Windows users actually have, I think, a, a little quicker access to the sound controls than you know the process of kind of dealing with it on the Mac.
0: Well, we do, but the problem with it is I don't know that it's actually quicker unless someone knows of a faster way to do it. But if you want to switch the output device or levels on a uh, active application, you hit Windows B to go to the to go to the they call it the notification chevron that's not the actual name of it but you tap the right arrow until you get to the volume key press your applications key press enter tab to the list of applications down arrow through the app and then tab (laughs) to the input and output (laughs) settings so i don't know that it's actually faster but it can be done
1: so here, here's kind of what SoundSource is doing for you as opposed to traditionally uh, dealing with application on the Mac, though. Outside of uh, the sound system preferences on Mac OS, if I want to adjust uh, Zoom's audio or out or the output device for Zoom, uh, SoundSource does not allow you to a, a, adjust the input devices for anything except for the default system audio. Uh, but it does allow you to adjust the output Routing for any application and adjust the volume, but if I needed to adjust the Zoom or the output device for Safari or Chrome uh, without Sound Source, I would have to actually go to those applications mm-hmm. and go to their preferences to configure that. So it's, uh, it's a lot more efficient than.
3: The default way <laughs> of handling things
1: on macOS, but probably can be as convoluted or as, as, as time consuming and, and not as efficient as it sounds like it is on Windows. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So I have a couple of hands here. If we have more fill time for people, remember, you can raise your hand if you have a question as well. Uh, I want to talk to you about focus modes and my experience with them uh, yesterday when I set one up for Kelly Poe. So first of all, iPhone user, if you are on an iPhone and your name is iPhone, uh, feel free to unmute yourself and we'd be glad to take your question.
4: Good afternoon, gentlemen, and all who are on this call, this is DJ and Um, Thank you for having this call. Um, My question is related to uh, the iPhone update and its relationship to Zoom. Okay, so I updated my phone to iOS 16.2. I don't know how I skipped zero and one, but anyway, it got to two and there we are. So after uploading it, uh, I mean... Uh, downloading it, and installing it, um, sounds kind of different. We got new voices and everything in there for voiceover. Uh, I'm I'm just beginning to embrace it, so I'm beginning to like it a little bit. Uh, but my question in relationship to uh, between iOS sixteen point two and Zoom, uh, evidently uh, you noticed that my phone came in as iPhone, so uh does that generally if you are if you were previously in zoom before uh downloading and installing um 16.0 or 0.2 whichever the case may be um does that have a does that affect having uh does that affect uh you in having zoom and b if it does and apparently it did on my in my case How do I get to go back to change it so I can get back to my true Zoom identity? And again, thank you so much, call.
0: Well, uh, Demasi, do you want to take that or do you want me to help? Because I think I know the issue.
1: Yeah, I do too. Thanks, DJ, for the question. And what I think the problem is here is not really related to 16 uh, at all or any sort of software system, software updates. Occasionally, Zoom will just randomly sign you out. And if I'm guessing correctly, I'm betting when you joined today, you just clicked the link from an email or something like that and went straight into the meeting and Zoom did not pop up and ask you for a name. It just came in and said, oh, your iPhone now, and that's that. And the reason, if that's the way that you got here, uh, that is probably because you have been signed out of the Zoom application. So I think once you leave this meeting, once it's over, I'm not telling you to leave right now and do it, I'll wait till we're done. Uh, check and see if you're actually signed out of Zoom because oftentimes on my devices, whether it's a computer or a mobile device, I will find that I have been signed out of Zoom for some random reason. And I just have to sign back in to get my name to appear correctly or, and also have the default settings that I prefer uh, actually take effect
0: and um, if, if you are signed in and it's in your, well, first it probably, I think is the issue. If you don't have a Zoom account or you don't want to sign in when you're not in a meeting, tapping the more tab in the lower right-hand corner. Uh, at the top of the screen, is it'll say iPhone. If you tap on that, then you can tap on the top of the screen again where it says iPhone, and that'll put you in an edit field where you can select iPhone. Otherwise, you'll be DJ iPhone or iPhone DJ. And uh, go <laughs> ahead and delete that text and put in your name if you don't have a Zoom account. And that's how you can name yourself on Zoom if you don't want to create an account uh, as well.
4: Right. Now, so when I, because I did that, so when I do go and sign in, do I go into the Zoom setting that's on my app? Like I have the app and everything. So do I go into the Zoom setting and sign in from there using my password and all that stuff like that
1: there? Yep. Yes. Yep. yep.
4: Oh, okay.
1: That's-
4: and I gotta say, Doc, if I had a voice like yours, then I would be singing for life. For this <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite sure you have probably got that all the time. Because I do, I get it quite often. But again, thank you so much for your call, and uh, I will uh, work on that. So but thank you so much. But I'm still be on this call because this is very informative. So perfect. I'm in next with you.
1: Hi, right, thanks, DJ. Appreciate Great. you, man. Right. Thank you, yes, DJ. All right.
4: Uh, before I go yes, to
0: sir. Deb Marino's, I'm gonna since I can't see them ask uh, Belinda. Belinda, do we have anyone in Clubhouse by chance?
2: Yes, Herbie.
0: Perfect. So let's go ahead with Herbie, and then I'll get you next, stab, Just saying. So Herbie, go
4: ahead. Herbie,
2: you're unmuted, but we're not hearing you.
3: Let's try that.
1: There you go. There we go. There we go. All
3: right. Don't so worry. We'll th- edit that this out. is extru- <clears throat> all right. This is extremely painful for me, like torture rack and having my fingernails pulled out. But I actually have to defend Windows on something. And that is how you can actually edit the, the uh, your sound, individual sound volumes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: So I just... Because com- there, oh, go ahead. there's a much simpler way. Okay. A very much simpler way. And unfortunately, I do like Source in the Mac, by the way, just got it. And I like the fact that you can also enhance the sound, too. Um, which really comes in handy on voice messages. Um, but anyway, with Windows, if you go to your system tray, if you have JAWS with insert F11, mm-hmm. or on NVDA, if you get the system tray add-on, you can use that same command. And look for your volume control there. And it if it's not on there by default, you'll have to go into the taskbar settings and do that. But um, anyway, you can just go down to, it'll say like speakers or headphones, depending on your device. And then if you go down, there's several open options, and you just want the first one. It's going to take you to a master volume control thing, and you're going to see the various sliders for any active programs you have, such as your main volume, zoom, whatever. And, yeah, but he talked about the Windows B method and going to outputs and all that. This is a lot easier to get to. Yep. So, and no, it's not the same thing. I'm yeah. getting messaged by our host here.
0: <laughs> that's that's what happens and when you're in the same facility. Windows as, Windows as the B host.
3: is the system tray, but the output and input volume that you were talking about is a because Windows has several different volume control panel things yes. depending on where you're at. And so, I actually do know what I'm talking about, believe it or not. <laughs>
0: So, so yeah. um, So Herbie, if I'm understanding correctly, you're, you're just pressing JAWS key plus uh, F11 or using uh, NVDA. And then you go and you choose the open volume mixer when you right click on that element. And then you can tab over to get a list of the applications and then the nice thing about it is is if you have multiple uh, hardware devices you can actually assign each application a hardware output and then con- and an input and then control its volume level right, right there. So, so if,
3: if you go to the if you go to the volume just the regular open volume mixer cuz there's two different open options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first one just brings up a more simplified control thing that has different volume sliders on it and if you remember the old volume controls from Windows XP, it looks like that where you have your 100% uh-huh. you tab yep. and you've got your mute button you tab and that's the one I'm talking about and that is a lot. That's the simplest way to get to your individual and most people overlook that one because they're more used to the more... The um, sound
0: settings one. Which the sound is, settings yes, and yes.
3: that's a lot. That's a whole different animal altogether. This is a more... and I, I think Windows 11 still has that option. I know for sure Windows 10 does, but yeah, the sound settings is when you want to do it it, is a is a totally different way. But the more simpler volume control has those sliders, and so you can just get to it that way. And that's a very and you can switch devices. It's going to open to your default device, yeah. But there is a button there that you can space on, and you can go down to adjust volume settings for a different device. But keep in mind, it's only going to see what is active. So like if you have Zoom open, then it's going to see Zoom. But if you don't have Zoom open, then you're not going to be able to adjust its volume level.
0: Yep. And you will see the volume. And another nice thing about that is, if you're playing media in something like Chrome or Edge, you can assign either yep. of those applications different uh, output devices or levels, which you cannot do within the applications themselves. So, uh, no, that is, that is handy. Thank you. Herb. So yeah, appreciate yep. it. That that is nice. I'm glad to know you're liking SoundSource. I'm going to jump over here, and we'll come back and check in uh, with Clubhouse <laughs> in a moment, see if there's any other hands in Clubhouse. But before then, let's go to Deb Marino's. Deb, you are next in line. Good morning. Good morning. I
2: have a camera question, and I know, you know, I'm using Zoom, and I have, but I've been playing around with it. My problem being is that I would prefer to look at my big monitor than I would at my laptop. However, I got a fair number of complaints because the external camera I was using and the second one that I was using, they were good, but they would sometimes be knocked a little sideways or out of line so the only way i could consistently have no complaints and have me looking at the screen and i can see a little bit um was to use the laptop built-in microphone because at least it's always square you know it's not tipped one way or the other or side up to down and so i'm still looking for a solution where so now I'm trying to stack the two monitors on top of each other <laughs> and playing games. And so I just wanted any any ideas or things you've done to be able to make sure you look good on Zoom, that your camera is square and hasn't.
0: Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Demos first of all, Deb, are you on Windows or Mac?
2: I'm on Windows.
0: Perfect. So I have a tool that I'll mention here in a minute, but I want to check with Demasi if he has any suggestions because I know Almost. he's been playing with cameras
1: let's get to this tool first, because if I had this option to use this, it's absolutely what I would use.
0: So a gentleman, I believe he worked for Microsoft, uh, created a utility called Can You See Me? And you can get it from canyouseeme.app. And it is a single file. You download it, and I, I have mine sitting on my desktop, but you can put it wherever you want. And then what you do is you open the Can You See Me app, and it will give you verbal feedback to let you know if you have one face in, in center of the camera. And it will tell you if that is something that, that people can see you easily on. Now, I Demasi may have some suggestions for, for slightly moving external cameras. I'm not sure if he does. Uh, but I whenever I go into a call that I am expected to be on video, or even if there's a chance of me being on video... I'll open. Can you see me? To make sure that the camera can see my face and that it's centered.
1: Right. Yep. Yeah, and the only tips that I would add to that are, uh, I like Michael. If I'm going into a meeting where I know or I expect there's a possibility of me being on video at all, um, always check my camera to make sure that it's still where I left it because they can move sometimes. You know, you may jostle something else that jostle something else that you know, knocks it just a slightly askew. Uh, so that is one thing that I always do is check my, uh, just to make sure that my, my external webcam is still positioned the way that it should be. Now, for me as a Mac user, we don't have Can You See Me on the Mac yet unless somebody's going to jump in and tell me that this has been released today <laughs> and then I'm going to get it. Uh, but if with that not being an option, uh, I tend to fall back to Ira or Be My Eyes or even, you know, doing a quick video call Uh, with someone that can see me so that they can tell me before I go into this very important meeting uh, with my camera crooked, that, hey, yes, you are in focus and nope, people can't see all that crap over there in your corner either. So uh, that is my method of making sure that I am in the frame properly. Uh, I have also at times when, when I had to do something very quick and dirty Use the iPhones and Android also has this capability inside of their camera app. Uh, because mm. that's what I actually use as my phone for, for a external webcam. So, uh, what I will also do, or what I have done in the past at times too, is open up the camera app first, sit in the way that I think I'm going to be sitting, and, and then the camera voiceover or a talkback will tell me, you know, one face, you know, centered or one face you know on the left side and that lets me know how I kind of need to adjust uh not to me as good as having someone visually confirm that but it does work in a pinch
0: yeah and and one thing that some people don't realize um, is Ira can jump in Ira agents can jump into a quick zoom call with you if you'd like them to just check your camera make sure everything is as you expected it oh,
1: so I see I learned something glad I showed up today
0: <laughs> so hopefully that helps you a little bit deb yeah, thank you. No problem. So uh, I'm going to go to Malcolm and then check Clubhouse. So go ahead, Malcolm. Okay. <clears throat> thank you. I have a question about the
5: uh, 16 and the update. Is 16.0.2 a lower or earlier update as to 16.2? One I've heard people say that they've downloaded sixteen point zero point two and some people have said sixteen point two I've not seen either, but is it a hierarchy within the updates like a point two zero point zero point two would be a lower level than point one
1: uh yeah thanks for that question malcolm so you 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 do have that right so six 6- Currently, 16.0.2 is the current released version of iOS, unless something has changed in the past couple of hours that I'm not aware of. Uh, that is the most recent released version of iOS. Um, the next coming version of iOS will be 16.1. If you're hearing people talk about 16.1 or they downloaded it or they're using it or they installed it or they're going to get it, they are most likely on a beta at the moment, which means it's not publicly available to everyone uh, unless you want to get into the betas. Uh, The way that update numbers generally work, and especially for iOS, is you start off at 16.0, what they call like bug fixes, cause there, there was 16.0.1 and then 16.0.2, uh, which is the current release. Those are kind of like little bug fixes as they discover little issues once they first released it and it kind of got out to the wider world and Apple started hearing about, you know, issues here, issues there. Uh, those are usually, you know, bug fix, bug fix releases. Uh, once you get to, let's say 16.1, that usually is going to bring you, more features in because it's more of kind of like a feature release Uh, and then there'll probably be some bug fixes there so you'll probably see like 16.1.1 but yeah there's sort of a hierarchy there. The first number is generally the main version the next number kind of denotes where we are in the release cycle as far as uh, features and any third number uh, would be you know like patches bug fixes uh, things like that.
5: Now would you um would you recommend at this time somebody download sixteen point zero point two with all the problems they had when they released it at sixteen point zero? Are those problems solved absolutely. now?
1: I, I don't I can't say for sure everything is gonna be solved, but absolutely okay. I would recommend if you're already on sixteen, uh definitely go to sixteen point yes. zero point two because and there are some security patches there as well as some other bug fixes. Uh, So once you're on 16, you absolutely want to stay as current as you possibly can. If you haven't yet gone to 16 for anybody that hasn't gone to 16 yet and you're still a little, you know, iffy about it, Uh it, so long as you're on the latest version of 15, uh, which I believe is 15.7.1, you have all the security patches you need, Uh, you know, sit tight until you feel comfortable going to 16.
5: Okay, that's my that was going to be follow up question. Great, thanks for the
4: info.
0: One other no thing, problem. Malcolm, to follow up with that uh, for people who are unaware: if you're on fifteen point seven point one and you decide, you know, today I want to go up to 16, you will go up to 16.0.2. You will not go up to 16 and then have to go up to 0. .0.2. It'll automatically update you to the latest uh, publicly available version.
1: Correct, Demasi? Absolutely. Yep, that's what okay. it should do.
0: <clears throat>
5: Even if I go into settings and it says updates, and it says just 16 is available, yes. I would get 16.0.2.
0: Yes. Okay. Yep. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, Malcolm. Love this, love this show. Well, we, we appreciate Thanks, you man. taking time to come join us. Uh, before I go over to Jewel, I'm going to check with Belinda and find out, Belinda, do we have any hands in Clubhouse?
2: Not at the moment. We have one that was raised, but they have not come on stage yet. So.
0: Okay. Well, if they jump up, then uh, we'll we'll check in with you after we take Jewel's question. Go ahead, Jewel.
6: Hi, Michael, and I'm sorry, I did not catch the name of the guy helping Demasi.
1: you. Demasi, yeah, Demasi. that's yep. a lovely name. Thank you.
6: Um, so I am on iOS 16, and I tried to install 16.0.2, but it gave me a download error. I'm attempting to download it again now, but I've already attempted it twice, and it kept giving me a download error. Any ideas what that might be?
0: How much storage do you have available on your device? Because that's the first thing Um, I wonder.
6: My phone is a 128th, and I'm using about half of it.
0: Okay, so you should be good. Do you have any ideas, Demasi?
1: Oh, yeah. It would be super nice if Apple told you something besides there's a download.
6: (laughs) Yeah, that's all it says. Download error. Can't download it.
1: (laughs) Um. So here are some guesses that I'm going to take. Uh, number one, Joel, if I were in your situation, I'm going to tell you exactly what I would do. First, I would restart my phone uh, okay. to see if that like, loosens up. Turn whatever. it off
6: and turn it back on. Yes, ma'am. Done that.
1: Okay. Uh, the other thing I would do is just give it some time. I'll try either later this afternoon or even tomorrow, because it could be that Apple is for some reason, either directly experiencing some kind of server issues or, um, their edge servers, the, you know, kind of the server that they're using that's closest to you for you to get the download could be experiencing some issues. Oftentimes, those things tend to happen um, when somebody's trying to download something, maybe because a lot of stuff is going on, maybe because they're making changes. Um, but yeah, if I see like an error like that a couple of times in a row of trying to do an installation, I would usually just give it a few hours or even wait till the next day.
6: Um, so I'll say that the first time I tried it was the day that it was released. It was several days ago. Consistently having
1: this problem. Okay. Yeah.
6: This is, yeah, I tried the first day and then I tried it the next day and I'm trying again today.
1: Huh.
0: So my go-to when I have this issue, first of all, Jewel, are you trying over Wi-Fi or cellular? Cellular. Okay.
6: Because I don't have consistent enough Wi-Fi to do Wi-Fi.
0: Gotcha. Um, There may be some issues with the cellular connection. So here's what I do okay. when I have these type of issues. If you go to settings and then general, you can go to reset, I think is what it's called. They changed the terminology and reset your network settings. And that f- seems to fix some weird things like this. Uh, it will delete any saved Wi-Fi networks, though. So be conscientious of that. Yeah. Uh, but that that could fix it, too.
1: Jewel, are you having okay. any other internet uh, connectivity problems like checking mail, browser, Safari, no. YouTube, anything like that? Everything no. else is working great.
6: YouTube okay. works great. Never any disturbances. I'm on the, the Wi-Fi right now for this. Y'all are hearing me great. I'm hearing y'all great. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it, it it does seem like one of those potentially edge case scenarios. I like using that word edge case. Mm-hmm. Try resetting <laughs> network settings if that doesn't work. And then remember, I know you already tried it, but remember, you can always tell Siri, Siri, restart my phone in iOS 16 now. Hmm. Didn't know that. That's cool. Yep. So thanks, Jewel. Hopefully that'll help. And you have my phone number in your email if you need yes. to reach out to me? So we'll talk again shortly. Thank you, No problem, uh before I go back over to Malcolm, Belinda, did the person come on stage yet? Not yet. Okay, well, go ahead, Malcolm. okay, uh,
5: just as a navigation question, and I won't be specific do you have experience with navigation apps, specifically Lazarillo
0: for now? I have used Lazzarello on a pixel. Couple of years ago, but okay. uh, not not recently, and not on the iPhone. Demasi, have you used Lazarello on the iPhone?
1: I have not.
0: What
5: What do you? What did the two of you use for navigation apps,
0: or do you even use them? So, go ahead, Demasi, and then I can give my navigator rundown.
1: Okay, so typically nowadays, if I am using uh, navigation apps at all, I just kind of fall back to Google—not uh, Google Maps, Apple Maps—because uh, usually I'm, I'm being the nav, i playing the navigator for somebody driving the car, uh, and that seems to be working well enough. So I don't even have any like third-party or alternative navigation solutions installed at the moment. Uh. Walking oh, directions aren't the best for the area that I happen to be in, and I also don't do a terrible amount of walking here. Um, so. Okay.
0: And then I'm using right now Apple Maps. I switch between Apple Maps and Google Maps for walking directions quite regularly. Uh, this, this gut I have on me says I need to do a little bit more walking, so maybe I need <laughs> to spend a little more time with these navigation apps. I am I when I go to an area that I don't know and I have no clue what's around me, I tend to use Blind Square. So I did buy that several years ago in order to just browse and see what's around me on the iPhone. And then uh I am a avid fond fa- I I'm fond of soundscape and I've been playing with huh. some of the Shocks headsets lately and see mm-hmm. which one I, I like best. And Soundscape, one of the nice things about them is they'll give you 3D audio to tell you where different uh, points are. And I have a crosswalk that's literally, I would say, three-quarters of the way down a block. There's no curb cut, no nothing. And I've set a waypoint for that crosswalk. That way I can actually take the crosswalk when I'm on the side of the street that doesn't make sense to be able to find it every time. And uh, Soundscape seems to be fairly reliable for giving me those those out of band points that I need to find.
1: Uh, I'm on okay. this right now. <laughs> yes,
0: I use I use Soundscape
5: a lot, and I like the fact that as you approach an intersection, it will tell you which streets and which direction they're yep. going. Yeah. At and an intersection. Now I use um. I don't call I don't call them, I use markers.
0: Right. Yeah.
5: Is that the same as yeah. a waypoint? Yeah it's it's okay. it's
0: the same as a waypoint. It's just terminology from a different app from years ago okay all right great thank you guys again no problem Malcolm. appreciate it belinda did a uh, person come on stage yet no sir okay well just interrupt me if they do decide to come on stage and right. and we'll, we'll go from there uh so <clears throat> demasi i was playing with focus modes uh but and we'll talk about
7: that in a moment but first greg go ahead I've got a question about moving maybe some system files onto iOS. And um, I've looked and looked and looked, and this has been a work in years. I want to load down a personal ringtone that I've made on my own. Actually, it's just for a text. And I know that it's M4R format, and I know it has to be under five seconds. So I have it, but the only way I've seen through any Looking around that I could see was either going through GarageBand, which I don't have a clue of how to do that, and the other one was a a PC uh, application called Walter Two or Walter Pro. Is that a, a valid uh, Apple, you know, um, you know, uh, application to do that? Because it doesn't seem like it should be the way Apple has got their phone so so heavily locked down. <laughs>
0: So have you used Walter at all, democracy? Because I have not. I've heard people use it, but I have not used it.
1: I used it several years ago. Um, so I will say this. Uh, there there are third-party apps uh, such as Walter. Uh, I use one called iMazing quite a bit uh, on macOS. It's also available on Windows. Uh, they are able to sync certain data to and from your phone, uh, because iTunes is still able to do that. And they're basically just using the same methods that iTunes would use. Uh, honestly, if you have iTunes installed, that would be probably the more straightforward way to get a ringtone there. I don't know how Walter works at all because I haven't used it. I mean, it's literally probably been eight years, uh, early Mac days for me and I really didn't want to use iTunes, which I don't understand why I'm telling you to use it. <laughs> so,
7: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Uh, you are on Windows, correct?
7: Uh, yes, Windows and iOS 15.7.
1: Okay. So I think Walter is a paid application. Uh, if you don't mind the cost of that, uh, that that's a pathway to go. It is, le- it is legitimate. It is not, to is. my knowledge, doing anything illegitimate yep. uh, okay. to, to get those ringtones there. Uh, But if this is something you're not going to be doing quite a bit of, it may be worth just downloading iTunes and using its mechanisms to sync a ringtone over to your device.
7: Okay, but that would mean then I would have to have something that would be able to generate a WAV file, convert a WAV file or an MP3 file into M4R format, I would imagine.
0: Correct. You can do that with Reaper, which is how I would do it. Uh, Reaper will give you the ability to convert files and then switch file converter on uh, Windows, I believe, may let you switch over to M4R.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you already had the file that you wanted to put there on M4R.
7: I kind of do, but I don't have it in M4R format. Gotcha.
1: Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, so you would need a tool. Now, if Walter does that, that might be worth, you know, to, depending on how much it costs, that may be worth picking it up just for that because it'll handle that that conversion for you automatically. But yes, if you do have a different file format other than M4R, you will need a tool. iTunes actually will let you convert a audio clip into uh M4R, though.
7: Okay, thank you so much.
1: Yep. Find it in iTunes. Like if you install iTunes, uh import that file as though you're importing it into your media library, unfortunately. Uh, so you'll have to delete it once you're done. But if you uh, locate it in the navigation of iTunes and uh hit your applications key or what is it? Shift F10, Mike? Yep. Uh, Hit that once you have it highlighted in iTunes. And one of the options there is going to be to convert to either it's going to say M4R or it's going to say iPhone ringtone. Uh But either one of those is the option that you're looking for.
0: Sounds good. And uh, one last tip for you. If you would like to hear an audio demonstration of the Walter application being used, uh, Jonathan Mosin did publish a podcast episode several months ago, probably back in January or so. Uh so you can go back through his podcast feeds, uh most and at large, in order to find that specific podcast if you want some step by
7: step audio directions for using that that would be the the, the path I would probably want to take because uh without getting a step by step, i'm trying to thick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey hey sometimes those step by step uh directions definitely help one of the reasons why we've been publishing step by step directions on uh YouTube and some other things and just so you know you can buy Walter as a monthly app and it looks like it's $9.99 on a monthly basis or 2.22 uh, billed annually. So is that come out to be like $25 uh, annually for Walter. And then of course you can just uh, disable it if you don't need it any further. Uh, and so hopefully that helps. Thank you so much. No problem. Um, Let's see, looks like Pierre is now. got a
2: couple raised hands oh. in Clubhouse. Thank you for interrupting
0: oh, nice. me, Pierre. We will get to you in a moment. And uh, Belinda, who's first in Clubhouse? Jessica. Ah, all right. Go ahead, Jessica.
2: Hi. Um, I'm not sure anyone can answer this or not. Ever since I've upgraded to iOS 16, uh, I have an iPhone SE second gen. Uh, whenever I turn my phone off and back on again, um, it asks me for my Apple password, which I've never seen before. And I was wondering if you guys might know what might be causing that.
0: So, <laughs> um, I, I I have seen this. demossi may have another solution. My solution is to sign out of iCloud and then sign back in and see if that solves it. demossi do you have okay. any suggestions? Uh,
1: that I think is going to be the solution, Jessica. I would also make sure that you're on the most recent version of uh, iOS. Uh, so as soon am. as you. Okay, you're also you're on sixteen point zero point two. Yes. Okay, so unfortunately, I think Michael's answer is the solution here. Sign out of iCloud. You uh, know, go through whatever steps you need to go through to actually get into your phone, get okay. to settings, and Thank then sign you. out and sign back in.
2: Because it's
4: it's
1: like, uh, why is it doing that? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> is someone some... is
4: someone trying to hack
1: my Apple? No, there were some bugs with 16.0 that didn't come out until it was out in the public. And a lot of people were having uh, the issue that you're encountering, as well as some other people were having issues with uh, iMessage is no longer working up under their Apple ID. And that was one of the things that should have been patched. But uh, I think for a lot of people, the solution is sign out of iCloud. Uh, restart your phone once you sign out. And yes. Then okay. When you when it reboots and you uh, unlock your phone, sign back into your Apple ID. Let me ask okay, you a question. You so Can I ask you, you one you more so question? Yep. Um. You do, do you have a passcode on your phone?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that yeah. was because I'm trying to figure out why some people keep running into this right. same issue after updating. Yeah, uh, so just, that that was the reason for the question.
0: Though it doesn't solve your problem, Jessica, just be aware you are not alone. <laughs> so try. Okay. Try, thank try, you. Right, try <laughs> signing out, restart your phone, and sign back in. And and we appreciate you asking. Belinda, who
3: is next? We have Herbie again.
0: Hello. All right. So
3: question and a comment. Hello. Question is what's the Russian bringing Marty back? No, just kidding. Um Okay, he's not here to defend himself. I'm so much. Yeah, but he's listening to the <laughs> actually, podcast
0: feed, just so you know, so you may get an email
3: from him. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for you, Marty. Anyway, just a quick comment on making a ringtone file. And now I've not tried this on the Mac, but I think Amadeus will actually let me convert to M4R anyway, yep. so it's probably a moot point. On the Windows side though, um, and there's a number of f- uh, programs you can use, by the way, to convert to M4A, Reaper, Gold Wave, uh, whatever. But uh, all I actually had to do, I did see the iTunes method. I found it a little bit complex. This was a while back. But if you have it showing your file for types, you know, if you turn have it show your file types so you see that a file is a .mp3 or whatever, you can actually go into that M4A file with F2, And change the A to an R. And it's going to throw a fit. And it's going to say, are you sure you want to do this? And you say, yeah, actually, yeah. I know what I'm doing. You're the Uh computer. You behave. And iTunes will accept it as a ringtone file. And so um, I just wanted to mention that all you have to do is actually change that A to an R. And uh, it has uh, worked for me. It has been a couple of years since I last did this. So... There's, it's always possible that some security change has been made somewhere to now it'll not work. But that has been my experience in the past.
1: Good. No, that does still work. But the one caveat is that it does have to you have to be starting with an M4A file. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that does well, not work if you have an MP3 or anything.
3: No, because uh, well, you have to change that A specifically to right. an R. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But that's the only caveat. But yes, that trick does actually work. I didn't think about it. Uh, and most people don't. Uh, at least I didn't think most people on Windows would have an M4A leg around. Well, yeah, that does actually work. Yeah, but you can well, save your MV3 as an M4A. have
3: made some of my own ringtones. That's how yeah. I, it was like, okay. So I just decided, okay, can I change it? Because, you know, it's like, well, I can't stay away on my recording program to change for M4R. So can I make it an M4A and then see if I can change that A to an R so it'll be the .M4R format and the... Uh, I work. so that's the uh, reason uh, how I knew
0: that, so. Perfect. And before I go over to Pierre, I do got a question for Herbie real quick. Herbie, what microphone are you using?
3: The Blue Yeti.
0: Thank you. Uh, I was curious about that last week, so thanks a lot. Uh, Pierre, you are next.
5: Uh, here I am with my antiquated iPod. <laughs> hey, hey, keep
0: that. It'll be a collector's hey,
5: item man. in the well, near future. Um, uh, but, uh, I have 15.7. Mm-hmm. How long will my app work uh, without going to 16?
0: Can you go to 16? No, I can't do I didn't go. think so, yeah.
1: So you should be fine for the rest of this, so I was going to say this year, but that makes it sound like the end of 2022. You should be fine for the next year, meaning the next 12 months at minimum. Uh,
5: and i Okay, and I have another question. A okay. friend of mine have offered to give me an iPhone 10 XR that he said I could use as an like I use an iPod with my Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. How big a learning curve would it be from an iPod to an iPhone 10 XR?
0: It's going to be a slight learning curve because you do lose your home button, which I believe the iPods have, correct? Right. Yeah, correct. so It's it's not a huge learning curve. You just have to learn the gesture to slide your finger up from the bottom to go home. But once you get comfortable with that, then everything else is going to be virtually the same as your iPod. Oh, okay. Yep. Thanks a lot. No problem. All righty. Any other hands in Clubhouse, Belinda? I'm assuming that's a no. So let me know. Interrupt me if there is. So Damasi, uh I, I I'm gonna get this topic in. It's if it's the last thing I do.
1: Uh I set up Hold a... on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to follow up on the fifteen point seven. So Apple tends to support their their uh the current operating system. So for this year example would be IOS sixteen. They will continue to support iOS fifteen at least for another year uh, they tend to kind of slide around a little bit uh, after that first year depending on uh you know what they're what they're doing and what devices are still out uh, but for anybody that is that can go to 16 that doesn't want to go to 16 because you're hearing you know this that or the other does not work or something you depend on does not yet have uh, 16 support you are fine to stay there. They will still keep releasing uh, security fixes. You probably won't get any new features, but you will still continue to get security fixes and and bug fixes on uh, iOS 15, at least until the release of iOS 17.
0: And that is uh, obvious, well, not obvious, more apparent because when you go to update to iOS 16, you'll see the option to update to iOS 15.7.1 versus updating to iOS 16. So I'm glad to know that they are still supporting that, uh, in the, in the future. Yeah. Um, Demasi, have you played with focus modes in 16 yet?
1: I have, I have, I have tweaked my work focus mode, uh, to do some very specific things such as when I'm in work focus, uh, my mail app, well, the mail app, Apple's mail app, uh, Automatically just switches to my work inbox so that I don't, uh, try to buy stuff on Amazon when I should be working.
0: Yeah. You're, you and I are going to have to talk about that because I saw that you can have certain apps like Fantastic open a specific calendar set. And I'm like, that is, that is yep. interesting. I've got to play with that. We've got about 11 minutes. Uh, so if you have a question, feel free to raise your hand and we'll try to get it in before the end of the call. What I did though is I set up my KC focus, uh, and I actually called it podcast editing because I figure if I'm editing or I call it podcasting is what I called it. Um, I, I have it set so only Mallory can call me. You could call me, even Demasi can't call me. You could call me a hundred times DeMossi and it's not going to ever ring. Uh, so I turned that off, uh, so people can break through. But what I thought was cool that I forgot was a thing is you can set a lock screen and have specific widgets on there so like what's coming up next and stuff like that or a timery timer on your lock screen. I think you can put a timery timer on there. I I'm I need to play with that. But you can also set a home page. And this was available in iOS 15, wasn't it? Or is this a new thing to 16?
1: Uh being able to set a specific home page. Yeah. No, that was uh, iOS 15 actually.
0: Yeah, so so that means that let's say you only want to see Uh, a a timery and Skype and Zoom and just have your communication apps on one screen. Uh, Once you unlock your phone, you can go ahead and just see that when your focus mode is enabled and then uh, it it helps with distractions. So that's what I've been doing with focus modes. Uh, And then I have it set to go on at 11.08 a.m. and then it comes off at 11.28 a.m., which is slightly longer than my segment, uh, and it did throw me off yesterday because I set it up over the weekend and forgot about it. And it threw me off yesterday. I'm, this doesn't look right. What is going And I unlocked my <laughs> phone and there was only one home <laughs> screen. i like, ah, focus mode so uh good good to know that they're there. Uh, you can set a focus mode based on a a a schedule. You can set a focus mode based on to be triggered based on a location. and then it also looks like, and this may be new that you can set a focus mode based on an application being opened, which is pretty cool. So, if you open the Kindle app, for example, you can have all your notifications stop and uh, you won't get interrupted by notifications because you're reading. And as we all know, if you're in the middle of a page and you get a notification that VoiceOver thinks that it needs to read to you immediately, it can interrupt your experience.
1: Absolutely. So that it was also in 15. What's new in 16 outside of the lock screen, uh, customizations or being able to switch to a specific lock screen in a focus mode are those filters so there are going to be more and more applications as they get released. Uh, as I mentioned, the mail app, uh, Michael mentioned Fantastical. Uh, you, when you're in a focus mode, you can have those apps show you specific inboxes or hey, specific hey, Doist, calendar
0: Just saying, Doist. Huh? Doist, it would be nice if you're listening because then I yeah, only see one specific you know, project in to Doist.
1: That, that would be nice. Yeah, it would. That, it that would. would be- uh, I wonder if we can do this with reminders because I haven't played with reminders at all, but that is also a potential possible. I would expect Apple, if it's possible, to have that in their application. Mm. Um, the other thing that I like for focus Mode, so one thing that they have made a lot easier this year in 16 is um, being able to set whether or not, because the way it was working in 15 is you would have to go in and say, okay, I want to allow these apps. I want to allow these people. Uh, and you have to do it, you know, add everybody. Whereas now it's very easy to start from a reasonable default and then make make your adjustments. So as Michael said, like nobody can contact me. And then he goes and asks Mallory. And so his wife can call him because yep. that makes sense. Which is how my work focus works. Nobody can call me uh except for my girlfriend because she doesn't call me. <laughs> uh, unless she needs to call me, right? Like, it's not going to be a, you know, I'm in the kitchen and I would like you to come in the kitchen, so I'm going to call you on the phone. Like, she doesn't do that sort of thing. So if she calls, you know, it's okay. Michael calls. He just wants to talk about audio gear. I don't need to be interrupted with that yep, stuff.
0: Yep, 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 <laughs> yep,
1: But yeah, focus modes are getting more and more powerful. I'm, I'm liking that they are still continuing to work on it as a feature as well. You know, Apple oftentimes has the habit of, you know, announcing this new feature, some of us get onto it and start using it, and then there's no updates or tweaks or improvements for <laughs> four years.
0: Not Apple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, reminders, before you've had a big update. Uh, so <laughs> I don't see any other questions. I'm going to head on over to Belinda one more time to see if we have any hands in Clubhouse before we close it up. And I take it that's a no. So, uh, and we appreciate each and every one of you for joining us. I'm going to go over some quick announcements and then we will close it up and let you guys have a couple of extra minutes. We appreciate each and every one of you for joining us. Marty may be back with us next week, we're hoping. And uh, in two weeks from today, we will have the Way Around crew coming to talk about using Way Around to label things around your home and uh, in your life. A great asset to use. And uh, if you have any questions about Way Around or if you've heard about them and you're not sure what they are, feel free to bring those. Again, that is on October 18th. In the interim, if you have any additional questions or you'd like some follow-up uh, related to a question you may have asked today, you can send an email to unmutepresent at gmail.com. Unmute calls are turned into podcasts for the ACB community feed so if you're subscribed to ACB Community, you'll have access to the Unmute calls. If you just want to get them on their own, feel free to subscribe to Unmute Presents on ACB. It's in your, it is available in your favorite podcast app. And uh, Damasi, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything you want to say before we close it out?
1: Nope. It's been a pleasure and I will come back anytime I'm Max. Well, maybe you'll come back even when we don't ask you and bring your questions. I well, will future. definitely be here for the way Around conversation because uh, that's that's a uh, product I've heard quite a bit about. I have never used them personally myself, but I know a few people that are absolutely over the moon with them. So uh, I definitely want to listen in. I probably may have a few questions myself as well. So
0: Look I'll forward. definitely
1: be here on October twenty. 20- 18th 18th, October
0: 2018 Uh, (laughs) Uh, October 18th
1: 2022 I will be here
0: all right well thank you guys for joining us and everyone have a great week we'll talk to you again next week